Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, a place to learn from an industry insider with over 20 years of experience in commodity futures and options. Gain insight to the newest technology, platforms, risk management, trading philosophy, and advice about the current state of the futures and options markets. For futures trading platforms, deep discounts trading commissions, overnight margins, and instructional videos, feel free to visit our website at optimistfutures.com. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimus Futures, Matt Zimberg. In the year 1998, there was a company called Long Term Capital Management that have suffered such bad losses that the Fed had to intervene to bail it out. The firm was invested with money that was given by governments, institutions, and high net worth individuals. You can only imagine what kind of firm that is, how sophisticated it is, and how much money it had, the billions that it had in order for the Fed to basically bail it out. The people who built this firm were renowned economists, um, Nobel Prize winners in finance, and traders obviously from Wall Street. And despite all their efforts, you know, to make steady returns for their customers, what they've actually managed to do is blow up the firm. And uh, nothing was left. And until today, people talking about this because at the time it was called the Dream Team. So the expectations when you put the Dream Team together of traders and and people of finance and degrees and everything else that basically everything will will be smooth a smooth ride which it really wasn't why am i sharing this with you i'm sharing this with you because there is no such thing as intelligent mistakes any type of mistake that is devastating financially is a mistake in fact i think when beginners make mistakes they're a lot harder on themselves than many professionals out there who are very arrogant when it comes to risk. And after many years of experience, they manage to think that somehow, because of their experience, they get predictive powers, and they don't. The only thing they actually get is a higher... Um, level of uh, risk tolerance that sometimes risks everything that they have done. So what I wanted to tell you is this. Don't be too hard on yourself. You will make mistakes. Move on. That's it. For some reason, I feel really bad for beginners who make mistakes. And sometimes they think they don't have the ability. Sometimes think they don't have the skills. Sometimes they just sitting there criticizing themselves day and night 
So I'm just here to tell you that professionals, they make a lot of mistakes. If you follow the literature in Wall Street, you would see that sometimes it is, at times, honestly, it's childish. I remember a few years back, there was a hedge fund manager. His name was Bill Ackerman. And he decided that one of the companies on Wall Street is a complete scam. So he decided to short it and tell the whole world that he's going to short it and that's it. So he believed in this position so much, he put billions of dollars on the short side. Well, on the other side of the ownership of that company, there was um, Carl Icahn. And Carl Icahn is a quite a figure on Wall Street, also a heavy trader, knows him. Um, people on the street know him really well. Um, very intelligent guy. Well, guess what? One guy was short. The other guy went long, squeezed him out. The other guy had to bail out with billions of dollars. Maybe he could have been right. Maybe he, the other company that he accused of being a pyramid scheme, you know, could have been right. But essentially what happened was that he was so leveraged. He had such a huge position with his belief system that, you know, some trader just squeezed him out. Now, it can happen to you too. It can happen to you that you have a position and you're over leveraged and the market just squeezed you out. You should have been with much less, right? But you made a mistake. You learn, you move on, and that's basically it. Now, I'm not here to tell you that if you make mistakes, everything is okay, right? That's not what I'm telling you. I'm not telling you that if you make mistakes, you shouldn't review them or you shouldn't um, you know, pay attention to them or try to correct, right? That's not what I'm saying. You should always strive to improve your trading. But I'm also here to tell you that when it comes to trading, even the professionals make mistakes. We're humans, Right? We're driven by emotions. We're driven by ego. People who've gained a lot of money in their life will have a certain level of ego. There's nothing you can do. It's just part of the game and they'll do that. And hopefully they won't make any stupid mistakes that will jeopardize their financial uh, well-being just because they got to be to the top, right? But sometimes they do do that. So you've probably heard of a lot of stories of people who have arised all the way to the top and then fell. You've probably heard of traders that made a lot of money and then lost everything. And again, it's just this level of um, mistakes that they have committed, you know, whether being over leveraged or not reading the market right or just insisting of, on being in a position when it goes against them constantly all the time. Those are mistakes that that you know both beginners and amateurs can make so just because you made them don't think that other professionals don't go through the same thing however i would tell you this there are traders out there that are consistent there are traders out there that don't over leverage there are traders that don't let ego um go into their head why because it's the level of consciousness of their environment and everything is around them. For example, I'm, I think I am a very conscious person of learning 
of what mistakes other traders have made so I don't make it myself. Now, for example, if if I was to see a great opportunity in the market and I think something is going to rise substantially or fall, you know, where I have an opportunity to short it, it does not mean that I would put a huge chunk of my net worth into it and do it. Now, it does not mean that I don't believe in the position. It means that it's the right thing to do is not to over leverage. Because every time I take an action, I have to think to myself, what are the consequences of this action? Now, what is the consequences of this trade? So when you do that in your life with every single trade, you have to look at the worst case scenario and you have to look um, also at the best case scenario and just kind of make a decision of which way you know you want to play it and if the worst case scenario is something that you can't live with then you don't do it and if it's something if there's a level let's talk about specific about trading that you need to remove your leverage or exposure the number of contracts that you do then clearly you know that's that's what you do so you come from a risk perspective and i believe that those people that manage their finan- financial well-being, whether through investing or trading, um, you know, I'm in the business of futures trading. So, in in our business, you know, in futures trading, you obviously don't invest; you 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 trade. But the size will matter. So, just remember that there were a lot of intelligent people out there who made amateur mistakes, right? So, if if, if you have a huge hedge fund and you're very successful, one of the first things that you do um, is that you don't over leverage. Some people and some hedge funds, because of their success and the belief system, it just kind of, you would think, okay, you know, they're smarter than me. They have more sophistication, you know, they don't blow up. Well, guess what? Hedge funds blow up. Funds blow up. Money managers blow up. Individual traders blow up. They do because of those specific reasons that I just mentioned. There could be other reasons that are not necessarily up to them. There could be a real estate fund that is devastated because of the coronavirus, right? They could have managed it right, but sometimes there's external risks. And it just tells you that regardless of how good you are as a trader and investor, there could be external risk that would affect you as a trader. And it will happen to you. There will be external things um, that will happen that you did not anticipate. And this is what risk is all about. Risk is about anticipating, it's not, sorry, it's handling something that you did not anticipate. Having said all that, just be attuned to the mistakes that professionals do. And I think it would give you a level of confidence as far as your own trading to say, okay, um, here are the things that I won't do, and that that in itself should give you some a little bit of a confidence of managing your trades and your investments. Now, I'm not I'm not a portfolio manager. I'm not I, I don't make long term recommendations or anything like that. So when I say investments, that's something that I leave entirely up to you. I'm here to talk about more about trading and active trading in any asset class. Specifically, I'm in futures trading, so that's. Um, again, what I refer to with the number of contracts approach and futures contracts are very unique um, and we don't have much room for error because they're leveraged. Every single contract is uh, is leveraged. Now, um, 
leverage obviously on every contract is different and the movement is different so the notional value of every single contract is different you can trade um one e-mini p right which is 50 points multiplied by the index that would be the notional value or you can trade something with 10 times smaller you know which is one uh, is one tenth like the micro and again regardless of the future contracts that you trade there's a substantial risk of loss in futures trading and past performance is not indicative of future results so now that you know you know different sizes you can attune to the situation and apply the the contract that you want to trade with right you have all kinds of contracts you have the minis you have the micros you have the gold you have the micro gold um and and so it, it's up to you the size of the contract that you trade so again learn from the mistakes that others have done this is the best thing that you can do for yourself now you will also learn from your mistakes and you will make mistakes but you know the goal is not to make a catastrophic mistake like long-term capital management did or fund managers that just go all in on a trade if there is something that happened externally outside of your control that regardless of what you did it wouldn't have made an impact that's a totally different story there's nothing you can do you live with it it is what it is but if there's things that you can control is really the size of your account um, you can control the the risk level potentially on a day-to-day basis whether you want to carry this position for an hour or you want to carry it for four days and the time horizon that you're in the trade those are the things that you can manage so i clearly push you to please um work with the variables of risk that you do control if of course there are variables like i said that you don't control there's nothing you can do but the variables you do control you could potentially focus on them and promise to yourself that the mistakes that you know other people have done you know you will not do even though you you could make those kind of mistakes potentially it could sip in there that you'll make those mistakes but at least when you make them and you're in the midst of that mistake hopefully you'll be conscious enough that you say yes this is what Matt z was talking about in this podcast and i'm going to pull out of this trade right now because i shouldn't be here from the first place and just live with the consequences so that's what it is now one thing that i would tell you is that these things that i'm emphasizing here are important from a risk management perspective and remember when you're in trading you're in the business of managing risk so anyway i hope this podcast will help you it will be another thing that you think about in your trading just reminding everybody that there's substantial risk of loss on futures trading best performance is not indicative of future results please trade only with capital you can afford to lose if you if you don't know what you can afford to lose ask your better half your wife she probably has a better idea than you what you can and can do um that's basically it i wish you all the best and uh, a great day a great week and since we're approaching the weekend i'm going to wish you a really awesome and relaxing weekend stay safe put a mask on all right thank you all the best bye thank you for listening to the optimist futures podcast Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, 
Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus, all under the username Optimus Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at OptimusFutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll free at 1-800-771-6748. Once again, thank you for listening to the Optimus Futures podcast. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.